One, two, three. The Hello everyone, welcome to The Eavesdrop. My name is Leifa, thank you so much for listening. I've just remembered that I've got a parking ticket that I need to pay for. And that's completely none of your, that is not your problem. It's got nothing to do with you. But I'm saying it out loud because being a grown up is the ghetto. Oh gosh, why? Why? I've just remembered I had intentions to appeal it and I left it somewhere and it just literally just hit me. Like it just came at me just now like, girl, have you responded to this letter? Which is really annoying because like why somebody can't just drive in peace somebody can't just drive in peace like what is road tax forget like like what is road tax what is having to pay for parking what is what can we just talk yeah we're going to talk about it what is road tax like what is it like I know what it is but what is it what is it what is having to pay for parking what is paying for yearly parking to park outside your house and still not finding a space on your road to park because everybody has a car and people be taking up space and like oh do you know what do you know what the dream is the can I talk about the dream the dream is to have a driveway the dream is to have a garage so that one doesn't need to pay for parking because I'd be paying for yearly parking. And then if you see where I have to park sometimes, sometimes, let me tell you, sometimes, <laughs> oh my goodness, sometimes I will see, like I've had intentions to drive, yeah? I see that somebody is driving down my road, they're looking for space. And the minute I move, they're going to park there. And I know by the time I come back, that person's not gonna have, that person wouldn't have left. And then I will have to park like, sh- at the next street because parking is always full do you know what I do sometimes I just walk I walk (laughs) I leave my car I'm like you know what it's not worth it and then some I know that somebody's gonna argue so why are you driving anywhere you've saved him look man has free kids yeah man does long distance journeys man likes the comfort and the luxury of being in my own space do you understand? My children don't know how good they've got it. Sometimes they get on the bus. They, my children get on the bus and they don't know how to act. It's fun for them. It's an activity. For I remember when I was getting on the bus, I was like, mom, when are you getting your car? Mom, like this is not the lick with all your bags of shopping. and mm-mm-mm. Now, when my children get on the bus, it's an adventure because we, <laughs> we typically don't take public transport, but, um, I suppose when we do, it's like, it's, it's an adventure for us. So yeah, so I'm always driving. If I'm not driving, I'm walking. If I'm not walking, I'm cycling. I try and avoid public transport. I don't mind the trains or the tubes. Don't mind that. Although during rush hour, it could be a bit, yeah. but yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey, how are you doing? Have I said all of that already? I'm not going to talk about Mr. John Bullet today. I just don't feel like it. What are you rinsing? Let me go through my phone. What am I rinsing? Let's 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 have a check, shall we? Because um at this present moment, one can't remember. Oh, you know what I've been rin- uh, I wouldn't say been rinsing so much, but Labyrinth, amazing. He's so talented. You know what I've been watching? He's like, you know, every time he's doing like his studio stuff, he posts it sometimes on his Instagram. That guy is so talented. 
he's so genius like he is so he's uh my I've, my favorite song of his is um would you let me see you till you're beautiful would you let me no that's with emily sande no that's not my favorite song of his my favorite song of his is i'm jealous of the rain um is it called jealous i can't remember how it goes right now but it's like he's saying he's jealous of the rain he's jealous of the wind he's jealous of the like oh it's beautiful beautiful song i can't i'm not gonna try and remember it but i think it's called jealous is it if you know what I'm talking about, please comment below. What is the name of the song? He's saying he's jealous of the rain. He's jealous of the wind because he wants the girl back because the wind is kissing her cheek. The rain is kissing her nose. Do you, do you get on? Oh, beautiful, beautiful song. Beautiful songwriting. Anyway, I've been looking at his Instagram. He's so talented. He's so gifted. He That whole family, his whole family are just a force to be reckoned with. Like, have you actually checked deep them? There's like, one of them was on, um, is it not X Factor? What's the other one? The voice, the UK voice, super talented. All, like his whole family are musicians. Everybody can sing and it's a madness. Like the whole, one of them is, I think, this is how I know I'd be Instagram stalking, like social media stalking people. I think one of them like is a drummer and drums for like big art. The whole, look, when I tell you gifted family, gifted. Anyway, I've been, listening to him and watching his Instagram clips and just enjoying him, just enjoying his talent, his craftsmanship, his, his musicality, just enjoying him. You know what I find interesting? It's only when you have money as a black man or as a black person in general, that you can come with your hair like that. Oh my goodness. Look, it's only when you have money or you're into the fashion, the fashion, and you're trying to make a fashion statement that you can really, yeah. What's the, because I've tried it. I say I've tried it. Sometimes I do it unintentionally and I know people treat me differently depending on how my hair is set up. And especially my own people, they be treating me differently. But when you're good, when you're good financially, you can rock up anyhow. Look at Jay-Z, look at Jay-Z. My people will say, look at his dada hair, but he's in the money. He can have the dada hair, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. He can look anyhow. He can look anyhow. And that's the thing with Labyrinth. Look at his hair. I'm just thinking if if I, they will say that I will, I look homeless. They will say, can't she comb her hair? Maybe she's going through some things. Meanwhile, I'm not going through anything. I just, I remember like when I first started making vlogs consistently on this YouTube channel and I was going through um, on my main, on my YouTube channel and I was going through my natural hair journey. Like I was very intentional about not using gel, not using products like that, not slicking down my hair, not slicking down my edges. I still don't really do that much, but I'm a, I, I suppose I, I do it a little bit more now than I did before, but I was very intentional about, I think trying to be radical and embrace my hair texture, embrace the transition. And I remember being like laughed at and 
people not treating me nice because my hair look in a certain way. But I'm like, I tried it. The minute I started wearing gel, using gel, the minute I started just having my hair, I don't like the word, but tamed. I don't have a better word to say right now. I noticed people were treating me different straight away. And it'd be my own people sometimes be treating me different, even but look, just treating me different, treating me like I have a head on my shoulder, treating me more like a human being. Because when you look a certain way and it was just, my hair could be neat, honestly. It could just be neat, kept swept back into like a bun or a ponytail. But because my edges were not laid, I got, look, even on YouTube, I would say, because I remember the first time one of the first times, yeah, no, it was the first time I did one of these like sit down videos with the camera like facing me directly and I was just talking and I had my hair, I was, I had like, what did I have in my hair? I had gel in my hair, I laid down my edges and some of the comments were like, oh, your hair looks so nice, what did you do? It's like, babes, I, <laughs> can you see yourselves? Can you see yourself? You people are showing your nash. Can you see, it? I didn't do anything. All I did was use gel because it seems that I have to conform to this certain standard of beauty because I'm maybe not getting the views or not getting the likes or not get, because people just like, sometimes people just like eye candy and I admit it myself. Like sometimes I don't even necessarily like the, what the person is saying. I'm just like, or the person is talking about something that's got nothing to do with me, but I'm like, you know, you're so beautiful. I just want to watch you. I'd be doing that as well. I'd be do. I know what it is. I know. I understand the game. I just don't always want to play into the game. And also because sometimes I just don't care. And sometimes I'm in the mood for it. And sometimes I'm just not. I'm just not in the mood for it. But yeah, I found having to conform a little bit to this. And that's funny thing is as women, you find yourself having to do that to get ahead in life as much as I might want to bash the whole BBL community and whatnot and I know I'm going off on a tangent but they're doing it for a reason because they understand to have a certain look to have a certain aesthetic will get you especially for a woman may get you further on in life depending on may depending on what you're trying to achieve to attract a certain type of man a certain caliber for this for that for whatever even if it's you want to be Instagram baddie there's a certain there's a certain look especially like I'm finding that all the black girls be looking the same yes yes and I find myself like trying not to but if you see me conforming to the look it's because you got trying to get ahead as well <laughs> and also sometimes I want to be dolled up um I've tried not I've tried to stay away from the whole baby hair gangs like laying your edges laying your edges but now that my lip my baby sister's always around me influence isn't it <laughs> influence like I'll oh, just do this little swoop here you never know you might see me with some swoops and whatnot look God knows, God knows what I'm up to, honestly. But yeah, that's um, how I'm feeling about, I, I mean, to be fair, I like Labyrinth's look, but it's just interesting that you could you can only pull it off when you're of a certain caliber. So if you're listening, sometimes I split these episodes into short clips for YouTube content and somebody decided to rate me like I asked for your rating, like who cares, like, and obviously, and 
the funny thing is I wasn't even offended, but it just made me laugh. I was like, see, this is, this is exactly what I'm saying. You are perpetuating exactly what I'm saying. You're rating me, but I'm not talking about what I look like. What is what I look like got to do with any of this? And furthermore, sometimes when you're, I'm so comfortable in my situation that I don't care if you think I'm a one. I have somebody who thinks I'm a 10. (laughs) Only comfort will like give you that confidence. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Maybe I might be too comfortable, but yo, you could give me whatever number you like. That's your business, little boy. Boy, but if that's the best you can come up with, then you are perpetuating exactly what I'm saying. But yeah, so um, yeah, I want to talk about um what I've been watching. Actually, I said it a few episodes again. I said I want to talk about um the Tyler Perry movie called uh, what's it called again? Why did I get married? The first one is called Why Did I Get Get Married? I think these are old movies as well because Janet Jackson, they all look really young anyway. And the second one is called Why Did I Get Married 2, yeah? T-O-O. It's got Janet Jackson, it's got Jill Scott, Tyler Perry. Um, I don't know the other actors' names, but yeah. So if you haven't seen it, because I told you to watch it because I wanted to talk about it, but more specifically the part two. So it's Janet Jackson is, I suppose, a relationship or life coach or something. And she has a group of friends who are in couples and they go on this, I suppose, couple retreats. When I think of couple retreats, I want to gag. I want to go, you know what? I've never been on one, but it just, it's not my cup of tea. If you've ever been on one, like tell me what is it like is it is it all right is it because it's just not really no I'm not on it I don't know if it's just too much socializing for me (laughs) like oh you're because also as well in real life I might be friend I might be friends I might have a best friend who's married but our partners might not get on like they might be cool with each other but they might not be boys they might not be cool like and let's not force the thing it's not by force that oh we're a couple so we have to be friends like your man has to be friends with my man nah don't force the thing it's all a natural like I hate it's not by force you could just be civil to each other just be kind but when it's forced it's like you're doing too much that's what I think and not everybody's gonna get on like that yes there are situations where everybody does get on I am aware of that but yeah let's not force it let's just yeah so I'm not really a fan of couple retreats that being said I've never been on one I might go on one one day maybe years in the future and be like this is the best thing ever so please pardon me yeah pardon me because I am I'm being very judgy right now anyway so they go on this couple retreat and that each couple has various problems and situations. Meanwhile, the life coach or relationship coach being Janet Jackson, I can't remember the name of her character. Um, she has problems in, in her relationship, but it it seems not to be addressed. She's just, she's written this book and they're doing whatever, but they're not really getting along very well as a couple but she's a relationship coach. That's the thing with relationship coaches. Actually, if I say, I might be, you know what, let's not say that. Some relationship coaches might, be, yeah, 
So anyway, so that's part one. And it's a great, it's a, it's a nice, like, I wouldn't call it, is it a chick flick? Is it a rom-com? No, I would say it's just a black movie. Like, I don't know what to call it. It's just a, you know, like black people, we have our own, our own like versions of rom. It's just a black thing. It's just, I don't know what to call it. I enjoyed the first one. I liked what happened with Jill Scott's um, relationship. Remember, so if you're, some of you might not know who Jill Scott is. Jill Scott is the character who's a little bit bigger and her partner, her husband is always like getting at her for her weight. And he's blatantly having an affair with his said PA or friend or whatever. Anyway, that relationship ends, whatever. Anyway, let's talk about part two. So part two, the same premise, it's maybe how many years later they're going on their couple's retreat again and it becomes very evident that Janet Jackson and her partner, they're not getting on at all. They end up breaking up or splitting up, going through a divorce. They're going through a divorce, that's what it is. And clearly their love, there wasn't any love in the relationship for a long time because they had this horrible tragedy I don't know if I should say trigger warning but um they lost their child in a car accident so they haven't mended they haven't healed from this tragic event and they've just carried on so now they're going through a divorce the man wants to love her but Janet Jackson isn't open she's not ready to so they're going through this divorce and it's like okay let's split our property and he wants half of whatever she has and she's like well I wrote this book you had nothing to do with this book and no he wants part of it because he was there when the late nights and that and I think he has a point I really do think he has a point because woman wasn't able to do that had he not been there for her anyway that's neither here nor there the end if you haven't seen the movie go and watch it because I'm going to spoil it for you this is we're having this discussion the end of the movie towards the end she just decides to be petty she brings this massive like gigantic cake into his workplace to his office and she's saying oh happy birthday it's my husband's birthday and he's looking at her weird like why are you doing this what what is all of this and all the colleagues and whatnot they've all come out singing happy birthday and then pop out of this cake jumps this man dressed in drag and she's like, oh, if you want to be a B word, then yeah, have your cake be the B word. You're not getting any of my money. Da, 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 da. He's fuming. He walks out of the office. He drives away. This is the part that got me. Crash, bang. He gets hit by a truck. Like in the, like it was just so sudden like they're in the middle of an argument he's walking away she's shouting at him he's driving off in I think he's convertible I don't even know he's driving off and then literally just gets slammed by a big massive truck hospital whatever I was like no don't tell me this guy is gonna die please don't tell me he's going to die he dies horrible 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 movie I was like you know I'm I love a story I love a good story sometimes I could see past like the errors of like um maybe the filming or whatever maybe it's because of the budget or whatever I could see past certain things I thought it was a you know the story was it was all right you know the, the guy dies in such a tragic way they were going through a divorce and then um and then 
he just like and then she's like oh guy she says obviously because all when she's in hospital all her female friends that are on the couple's retreat with her are there and they're there with her their partners to support her while she waits for the news and she's saying oh I wish I didn't do this I wish I wasn't so petty and she's like oh love on yourselves you don't know what time you have left and she's all they're all saying apologizing to each other for their various problems all these other couples I hope I'm making sense because I feel like I'm talking really fast so end of it he dies and then we fast forward it says 12 months later she's now leaving because she's a lecturer as well or I don't know I think she's a lecturer she's now leaving her workplace about to get into her car one of her students approaches her and says oh I loved what you were saying about grief and whatnot whatnot and (laughs) and then says oh but there was somebody there who really wanted to see you I know you might not be ready for dating dating 12 months later how would my girl in the real world be ready for date oh my god anyway so she's like no she's not ready then this character is chris not chris rock the rock what's his real name dwayne johnson dwayne is that his name and then she's all feeling like so she sees him he's this good looking guy and she's feeling the butterflies and all and the movie ends there so clearly she's open for dating so what got me was just like what and I I'm assuming that this is an old movie because it's on Netflix maybe it's just been put on Netflix in the UK I don't know because I hadn't seen it when it came out I don't know how old it is I was just thinking what in the reality who in whose reality is that you have such first of all (laughs) I just felt like it was rushed the ending it like what happened did they run out of money like what is it that they couldn't tell the story like I don't understand like where is the why did the guy why did her husband have to die in such a tragic way yeah I that it was very you know sometimes even if the ending is bad um, it needs to make sense. I don't know how to say it. Like it needs to make sense. It needs to be a satisfying ending. It just didn't satisfy me. It was like, why? Like it, it just didn't make, like what was the point of that? Where was the lesson in that? What, what, I, I'm not getting, I don't get. Then you're saying 12 months, first of all, when you lose, especially somebody like a partner, even if you were going through divorce, even if you had, you fell out of love with each other because of the the event how it had happened you mean you're 12 months later 12 months later is like you're saying tomorrow it's really not a long time in the grand scheme of things like can you let the woman mourn can she grieve you're telling me that she's ready to move on so soon so it really upset me because I was like hang on there's so much to unpack here like can we talk about the the various emotions that goes through dealing with loss and especially I'm thinking in that circumstances I can imagine a lot of guilt if you're feeling a lot of guilt because even when it's not your fault and clearly it's never unless you actually kill the person it's never your fault when you lose somebody right but it's like hang on a lot of people go through the emotion of guilt when they lose somebody, like they feel like, oh, they, if they could have done this better or done that more. And it takes a lot of like, is it, 
I don't know, unlearning. I don't know what words I'm trying to use, but it's like, where's the guilt? Because there is, when you lose somebody, there's guilt there. There's a lot of, I don't know, I don't know. And I find like, it just sounds a little bit unnatural. I'm stereotyping, so I need somebody to check me and correct me and put me in my place. Is that I find it very unnatural for a woman to go through that sort of loss and move on so quickly unless she was evil that's the, and she didn't come across like her character didn't really come across as evil to me so it didn't really make sense I know that it's very common especially in the African culture maybe in other cultures as well I'm just speaking about West African culture because that's what I know of is that a man will lose his wife yesterday tomorrow he's already remarried like as the woman, as the woman was even sick on her deathbed, they've already lined him up with another woman. Maybe just because men seem unable to look after themselves, like they need, like a, a wife, like an, a a mother, a motherly person, somebody to take care of them. So I find it very disturbing and unnatural. That movie just it upset me. I was like, what is the point of this? Why did you do that? And now I understand because I've heard. Like I've come across people talking about Tyler Perry movies and just the writing style. And it, if he wrote that, Lord, my God, terrible, absolutely terrible. She needs to be going through some real guilt, some emotion, some uh, whatever. There's there's so many different emotions that comes with grief, like denial, um, guilt, uh, uh just the overwhelming feeling of sadness can we talk about that the overwhelming feeling of sadness like we we need i needed her to go i needed my sister to go through that and she seemed not to have gone through that or at least it wasn't shown and even if it was shown it doesn't happen in like 12 months is just too short of a time in my and i'm stereotyping i'm saying for women i know that men be moving mad on a daily and excuse me if you are not that man and you're feeling hurt by me saying this but i know that men will lose their wife yesterday and tomorrow they're marrying a new one because mm, but women could just be widows they'll just you know what i'm done They'll be like, you know what, I'm done. I might have a partner here or there. I might need somebody to service me. Maybe like later, later, later on. Like, you know what, I'm still human. I still have, you know, feelings. So maybe I need somebody to service me. But I don't need a husband. Like, who wants to have another? Because let's be fair. <laughs> I'm talking from experience. Like when you have a husband, you're, it's, you have a, it's like having another child sometimes. Yes yes and no shade to men because men be out there doing their thing working hard whatever whatever participating in the household but sometimes sometimes just just sometimes it's like having another child why would a woman want to do that <laughs> this sounds really bad this sounds really bad please forgive me please forgive me but i'm i'm speaking from some people's experiences but yeah that really upset me that movie and i i want to hear some of your thoughts if you've watched it um this might be a wrap for this episode i don't wait let me see um, i'd love to hear some of your thoughts on the topic of grief loss 
the way the ending of that movie just was very it just got on my nerves it didn't satisfy me at all it just really irritated me that's all I want to talk about this episode thank you so much for listening thank you for watching go watch it so we could have a kiki we could have a proper discussion I know that some people are still mad at me from the whole Frozen and Moana discussion that I had like a few weeks ago but it's like you know what argue with yourself argue with yourself my point remains that Moana is the best Disney movie out there currently yes Moana is much better than Frozen much 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 better than Frozen yes argue with yourself argue with yourself oh yeah I'm not doing this with you go and check the track list anyway until the next one bye the eavesdrop eavesdrop